Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on 8. Yeah, I know. But that's eight floors up. That's like eight times eight. I don't A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. Good evening, I'm Chris Simino, your host of Locked On Patriots, your source for everything Patriots. Today is Tuesday, October 25th, 2016. Uh, today is Tuesday tape review, the day we figure out who may have uh, played well but you know, flew under the radar because it sometimes isn't so obvious. Uh, typically we see this with offensive and defensive linemen. Uh, there's always a player or two who stand out, um, something we missed during the game, during the live broadcast, but... We pick up on it when we watch the tape. So, uh, Coach Stape is the great truth revealer. Um, so, let's get to the latest news and notes before we wrap up Week 7 and take a look at uh, who may have made a difference that we didn't really catch before. Uh, today, the Patriots released defensive tackle Anthony Johnson from the 53-man roster, and they also released defensive back Vinny Sanceri from the practice squad. Uh, now there is room in the practice squad, so the Patriots will begin bringing in players for the tryouts. Yesterday, they worked out safety Shamil Gary, who attended Wyoming for the first two years of his college career, and then transferred to Oklahoma State in 2011. In his brief NFL time, he's spent time with the Bears, Dolphins, and Vikings, and he also played for the Boston Brawlers in 2014. The Brawlers are a semi-pro league team that is loaded, actually, with former college players. Uh, Taj Boyd, uh, former quarterback for Clemson, uh, he played for that team also. Um... So the trade winds are blowing in Foxborough. So trade season began today, uh, and it began with a with a major move. Um, Patriots traded with the Broncos, which is not something you see every day. So they, they ended up sending tight end A.J. Derby to the Broncos for a 2017 fifth-round pick. That's a good value for a pick uh, for a player that has only played 35 snaps in 2016. Uh, Derby was the Patriots' leading receiver in the preseason, but he is more of a receiver than a blocker. And the Patriots are pretty set at the tight end position. You know, I know they want to have depth at the third and fourth position too, but they'll find a way. Uh, even if something was to happen to either one of Gronkowski or Bennett, I'm sure they have guys... Uh, that they have their eye on as far as practice squad and things of that nature. So I'm sure they'll be fine at tight end no matter what happens. So to pick up that fifth-round pick, they'll probably reinvest in a tight end next year during the draft. Um, and that wasn't the only trade that they made today. So after they completed the Derby deal, they turned around and traded a sixth to the, to the Detroit Lions for 2014 second-round pick Kyle Van Noy, which is an interesting move because Van Noy was pretty highly touted coming out of college. Uh, he was a starter for the Lions this year, but overall he has been a disappointment. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Manoy does bring to the situation here you know, with New England and see if he can actually help. Uh, the people are comparing the trade to the Akeem Ayers trade in 2014, and that, make, that makes sense as far as, you know, the terms of the trade are definitely the same. But Ayers showed more flashes during his first two seasons than Van Noy has with Detroit. Uh Ayers, that, that's taken away from him. He was really good his rookie year, actually. Um, and Van Noy hasn't put up any type of numbers since he's been in the league. In fact, um, in the course of his three seasons, he's only appeared in 30 games. 
only started seven, which came this year, and he doesn't even – he's not even close to what he has was. But he was a good player. Um, so the Patriots have been – you know, they like to actively sign and trade for former high picks, which leads me to believe two things. Uh, one, they trust their scouts and players that were high picks that they liked – when they become available, they are absolutely going to take a chance on the player, especially if the, if the freight's not too high. And two, they don't have a lot of respect for the talent development going on within the NFL organizations. And if you watch games around the league, I can understand why. You know, I know watching the Patriots and covering the Patriots, it's it's kind of unfair because the rest of the league isn't really on that level. But they don't do anything that special. They just don't make a ton of mistakes. And if you watch around the rest of the league, that's what's going on right now. There's just a lot of mistakes being made. So, you know, maybe Van Noy just is a miscast in the wrong position, things like that. We're going to find out. So um, it'll be interesting to see what the Patriots can do with him. Again, he was really good. When he was coming out of Brigham Young, he, he played 52 games in four years. He started every game for four years. Had 150 sol- 153 solo tackles, you know, 62 tackles for loss, 26 sacks, 17 forced fumbles. He broke up 11 passes. You know, he was a great player for the Cougars, but it just hasn't translated to the NFL yet. Um, again, this first three seasons, he's appeared in 30 games, started seven of them all this year. And uh, he's only recorded 32 tackles in three seasons, which is just a very, very low number. Um, 21 of those tackles have come this year, and again, those are solo um, over the course of seven games, which he started He started for Detroit all year this year, mainly because it was it's all they had. Um, so the Patriots have had injury issues at linebacker, so um, with Fr- Jonathan Freeney going to IR, it does make sense to add a veteran linebacker. That appears to have some upside. My guess is Van Noy will be thrown in right into the fire like Jonathan Casillas was and Akimias were two years ago. It's going to be interesting to see if he can have as big an impact as the aforementioned two, though. So, again, it's uh, it's surprising to see them make trades this quick. I thought that maybe they would wait a little bit longer. Sometimes they typically wait until about, you know, right around the trade deadline. But they saw a need, and then they saw value with the Derby deal, so they made both deals today. Do you love football? Are you ready to get into the action? Check out BetDSI.com. Over 20 years in business, it's one of the top-rated businesses out there. It's safe, and I play there. It's awesome. BetDSI has a great football special, too. You sign up today, and you get $10 free to try this service. Uh, BetDSI is also offering a 100% bonus on your first deposit. Get great customer service. Always get fast and easy payments of winnings. Don't even have to worry about it. You get hundreds of football and basketball wages to choose from. Also, if you're into UFC or even if it's about the presidential race, you know, you can vote on you can go out and bet on Trump versus Clinton. Whatever you want to do. Super Bowl, things like that. Bet DSI is a place to go. They also have in game wagering on all football, basketball, and other major sporting events. You can play virtually everything at BetDSI.com. So what you want to do is go to BetDSI.com right now. That's BetDSI.com. Go there now and use my promo code PATRIOTS10. That's P-A-T-R-I-O-T-S-10 to get your free wager and start winning today. Go check it out. It's pretty fun. I checked it out recently and had had a good week. And then next week wasn't so good. But it's fun. 
So, again, today is Tuesday, and that is the day that I like to sit down and watch the All-22. But this week, to be perfectly honest with you guys, it was, it was more of a chore than it was enjoyable. Uh, I watched the game on Sunday late. Uh, as I've told you guys before, I'm a high school uh, assistant coach, and I had my own game that was a makeup game after a, basically a monsoon that we went through on Friday night. So I got to watch the replay of the game, and then I get to watch the All-22 today. So... What I saw was not very pretty. It was actually ugly football. Um, that game on Sunday was just, it was vanilla. Um, and then watching the coaches film the game just drove home that fact, and it was just bland. Um, they played vanilla football. They put the ball on the ground. They mixed extra points. They shanked punts. They booted good punts out of the end zone instead of covering it. They had zero pass rush. They were dropping first down balls. Uh, should I keep going? I mean, I could keep going. It was very unpatriot-like, but I, you know, it's just that's what happens sometimes when you're on the road. Um, and even with all that garbage, they still beat a talented team, and a talented but undermanned Steelers team. I'll give them that um, by eleven points. You know, it's not like they went there and beat them by a field goal. They beat them by eleven points since you know two touchdowns. You know, so. Here are some of my observations before we put the Steelers in the rearview mirror and move on to Rexy and the Bills. Um, again, there wasn't a very exotic game plan on either side of the ball for the Patriots. It wasn't just the offense. It was the defense, too. They didn't have anything really to show. And I think the reason is twofold because, you know, you're going to face Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's going to be there at the end. they got Roethlisberger, assuming he's healthy, and he's going to be. And they got Cam Haywood coming back, and their defense will be healthy. They're going to be there at the end. It's either going to be them with Denver in the AFC Championship coming to Foxborough. That, I'm telling you right now, you can write it down. So why would the Patriots show a ton? They know they can beat them playing straight-up football. So that's what they did. They, they went out there. They played straight up. They blitzed a couple times, but not much. They're actually not really at all. And they didn't really get any pass rush, which, you know, they haven't got a pass rush in years. Um, they did last year, but now they don't have Chandler Jones on the other side of Jabal Sheehan. And they really weren't sending Jabal Sheehan too aggressively this week anyways. Um, they were willing to let Landry Jones pick him apart, which I just, that worries me. With any NFL quarterback, if you give him time, he's going to make plays and, you know, Jones, he didn't do that bad. He didn't do that good, but he didn't do that bad. So, again, if that was a good quarterback, that would have been a problem. But I think they would have gotten after a good quarterback. I think they blitzed those guys a little bit more, but um, that's a story for another day. So, again, nothing exotic going on offensively or defensively. It was more of a pound in the game, pound in the ball. And then when they, when they needed to score and they needed to get it going, Gronkowski was, was got involved. Um, you know, in the first half, he only had one catch for, I believe, seven yards. And then in the second half, he ended up having, you know, three catches for eighty some 87 yards, I believe it was, in the touchdown, the one down the seam. What a great throw from Brady. But um, you know, look at that throw on tape. Oh, it's beautiful. It was a perfect throw. Nobody else could have got it but Gronk. So great play. But, again, superior talent is what took over, and they made plays, and that's what great teams do. You know, they they really didn't play that good, but 
they won by 11 points, which was more than the spread, and they took over. They took over at the end. Um, one thing I also noticed, I, I know Martellus Bennett didn't do anything in the passing game. Trust me, I know he didn't do anything because I had him going to my fantasy team. Um, but he was strong in the run game, picking up huge blocks and helping pave the way for Blount. You know, with Bennett and Gronk blocking this team, um, they can end up in the top three in rushing. I wouldn't be surprised. It's like having two extra guards on the field. Some people may think, well, it's more like having two tackles. No, the way these guys run and the way they move and the way that they can do inside traps and all these other stuff and set up backers the way that they do with Gronk, it's unbelievable. It's like having two extra guards on the field, and they also can go out and catch passes and score touchdowns, and it's just they're going to unleash those two probably right around week 14, week 15, and really start getting them going. And then when the playoffs come, I just look out NFL because the Patriots, if they're healthy, I don't I don't think they're going to be stopped. Um, the pass, ru- pass rush looked just as bad on film as it did live, which is scary. Well, not live, as I told you guys. I had to watch it later on, but what I saw was not good. I, I watched it later on, and it was ugly. I watched it on film today, and just... They can't get off blocks. They're not getting off blocks. They weren't even trying to get a pass rush, which I think might be by design to a degree, but I don't know. I, I just didn't like it. The secondary's forced to cover for too long. You're making guys look bad when, they, when they're just forced to cover for seven, eight seconds. It's ridiculous. It's, you really can't play defense that way. So they're really strong in the red zone defensively. That was another takeaway I got from from the film today. Um, which they always are. You know, Malcolm Butler with the big tut- with the big interception in the first quarter, that really set the tone for them defensively in the red zone today. That got them confident. Um, Patrick Chung had a great pass breakup in the fourth quarter in the red zone in the end zone too. Um, they just they do step up when it gets time within the thirty. Um, thirty to thirty, they'll give up yardage all day. But once they once they get down to that red zone area, they are tough. So I'll give them that, and they did a great job in that area yesterday. So um, Chris Hogan, he he had a rough day. He did not have a good day yesterday. He had a fumble, drop pass. He just he had a rough day yesterday. So Chris Hogan, you know, he kind of might be added to the dud list for the day. I had him on there originally yesterday, but. I took him off, but sorry, Chris, you're back on it again. So you you look like RoboCop with your helmet on. Chris Hogan, you are added to the dud list for week seven. Sorry about that, pal. Hold on to the ball. So speaking of week seven, with seven weeks of the NFL season officially in the books, how's your fantasy team looking? It's a good question, huh? I know a lot of guys out there that are struggling. I know I'm doing all right. I'm 5-2 and two in one of my traditional leagues. I'm pretty happy about it. But the one thing I really like to do is head over to FanDuel so I can do a different team every week and win real money every single week. It's not too late either, too. It's today. It's, you know, it's only Tuesday. Get over there. Check out the different contests that they have. You know, week seven, and we had some crazy things going on. Uh, Andy Dalton had a good week. Um... Now, Jeremy Hill had a big week. Julio Jones with a big week. Who do you think is going to be the big guy this week? You think you, you think you know who it is? Head over to FanDuel. Sign on up. If you haven't signed up before, they have beginner contests for new players. 
And if you're not a new player, don't try anything. Don't try to sneak in because they'll catch you. You can also go in and settle a score with a friend in a head-to-head contest. Or, my favorite, try the 50-50 contest where the top half win cash. You can play in larger tournaments for even more excitement. It costs a little bit more, but you can win some serious money. Or you can even play for a dollar, which is really fun. My wife and I do that. It's great. Uh, choices for every budget. And this week's Sunday Million Contest is paying out over $2 million and uh, $200,000 to first place, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so, personally, I've had good luck on FanDuel. I really enjoy it. Um, every single week, go in there, you check it out, you get your team set up, make sure you, your cap's right, you know, keep an eye on it, keep an eye on maybe guy not being active. It's just fun, you know, it's really good stuff. And when you win the money and you win it, you have a good week with it, it's just exciting. You, know, you can watch your score in live time, which is always fun. So they have every sport too. They have every every other sport: football, basketball, baseball. But right now, we're in football season, so go check it out and enjoy it. So try FanDuel now and get up to fifty dollars in free entries. New users of deposit will get five free entries to NFL Fifty Fifty Beginner Contest, valued at up to fifty dollars. You'll get one free entry per week for five weeks. Value of free entries varies based on deposited amount. So go to FanDuel.com, click the Join Now button, and use my promo code LOPATRIOTS. That's L-O-PATRIOTS, L-O-P-A-T-R-I-O-T-S. That's FanDuel.com, promo code LOPATRIOTS, void where prohibited. I want to thank you all for listening to the fastest growing podcast in the world. Uh, Locked On Networks is growing quickly. Thank you all for listening to us and continue because we're just going to keep on coming. Uh, tomorrow we're going to begin our breakdown of the Bills, a game the Patriots really do need. Uh, they lost to Buffalo earlier this year. Uh, Buffalo took it to them in Foxborough and shut them out. Granted, Patriots had a rookie quarterback with a broken thumb playing, but yeah, this is a big game, and I think Buffalo will be ready, especially after losing to Miami at home. So again, thank you all for joining us tonight. Be sure to tell your friends, come listen to us, and have a great night, Patriots fans. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop! At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS, wireless, figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.